Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>Think of what you're trying to accomplish. Think of what you're trying to do. The majesty and grandeur of the English language. Is this a pick Picard thing? No, I almost it's said not. it's a Picard thing. It's not a Picard thing. It's uh, Henry Higgins. Who? From uh, My Fair Lady. A musical. <laughs> yes. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 52. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic, And, and we, we watched Swamp Thing. Thing. Todd. Hey. This is your birthday episode. It is. This movie will always occupy a warm place in my tits. I mean my heart. I don't know why. As an 11-year-old boy, this movie hmm. imprinted on me so solidly. I... It couldn't probably could think be of two reasons: the swamp thing and the no left and right. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, punching up your joke. Yeah, you, you know uh, this. So this is one of the first superhero movies I remember. So certainly Superman before that. <laughs> yeah, just a couple years. I mean, seventy-eight to eighty-two. Yeah, four yeah. years. Now you can't go much farther in spread. This is one step above a TV movie, and in some places, it's right in TV movie. It, it reminded me a lot of the Incredible Hulk. It one hundred percent did. Yeah. Yes, which we never got supervillains in, except like Bigfoot, and he was a robot. He fought a bear a couple times. Did he fight a bear? Yeah, sure. They had a bear suit which, laying around. Was it a bear suit, or I just wanted, yeah. or did they throw a real bear in with Lou Ferrigno? God <laughs> no. bless Lou. Uh, he's the best. It's, yeah, yeah. So Swamp Thing <laughs> occupies a wonderful little part of my geek uh, sure. history. Sure, I, I, this is a fun movie. It's not a great movie, but oh, it's a fun movie. You nailed it right in the head. Oh. I cannot tell you how many times watching this, I was like, God damn you, Todd. <laughs> I see. And if I, maybe if I'd seen this when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I um, I have a thought on my birthday pick. Okay. Do you, And do you think it's like because of when it hit you? You're watching you this your with the biggest in the nostalgia yeah. goggles on. Yeah. 11-year-old me yeah. loves this movie. Uh, 100%. Yeah. So it's since I'm seeing it at 38, I'm like... Ugh. So you've Ooh, never seen that. No. So I think you said it before you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen I last episode I was like, oh yeah, I've seen this. I've seen the TV show. Yep. I've seen Return of Swamp Thing. Yep. When he shows up as a giant rubber monster in this movie, I went, Oh, 
nope. <laughs> like, because up to that point, I'm sitting there going, oh man, I don't really remember this part. I think maybe some of the stuff like um, when he gets, uh, they might have recreated it for the Swamp Thing show when he uh, gets hit with the, the chemicals that turn him into the Swamp Thing. Sure. I think maybe that was in my head. I'm like, oh, this looks a little different. But uh, yeah, this movie was fucking bonkers. <laughs> so you're not wrong, but it's this is as far from, I mean, truly, like Superman was a film, right? <laughs> right? But um, but th- these are like at the opposite ends. Now, ironically, Alan Moore, a famous comic book artist, never refuses to watch any of his sure. adaptations. Now, this is not his character, but Alan Moore was oh. responsible for. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like this, this re basically. He took him from this almost well. Let's let's stop. Hang on. Let's let's go through some steps here. We're yeah, because since we are guys with beers talking about movies with capes, what are we drinking now, Casey? I've been sick. Yes, you have. Week. So I was in Charlotte, North Carolina last week. Yeah, uh, got delayed coming back. Uh, got home in time to uh, fully develop the sickness that I apparently picked up traveling, and I was so careful, like. Coronavirus. I'm like, I'm going through the airport. I'm like, I'm not touching anything. Did, not touching my face. I'm washing my hands. Did Aubrey tell you that I texted her? <laughs> like she did. At yeah. your worst moment, I was like, so on a scale of man flu to coronavirus, how worried should I be about Todd right now? Yeah, I said middle of the road. I don't know what she said to you, but <laughs> she's I said like, he's fine. I'm like, oh, how okay. like she? like she's like he's hurting, but he doesn't have a fever. He's right. you know, yeah, he yeah. just has a bad cough. And I'm like, okay, okay that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, but uh, I was not able to get to the beer shop. You very shrewdly reached out to our friends, Carissa and Joel, at mm-hmm. Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township 5 in Camillus. Mm-hmm. And Carissa, man, big swing and connects. Holy cow. I messaged her on Facebook Messenger through Branching Out Bottle Shop's Facebook page. And I'm like, hey, we're doing Swamp Thing. Do you have a beer in mind? And she just all capital, yes, and sends me a picture of the beer. For this evening, which is Abomination Brewing Company's Hop Thing. Now, <laughs> clearly, if they called it Swamp Thing, they would have gotten sued. How they didn't get sued for the artwork on the can, I have no idea. Because it is motherfucking Swamp Thing. Even like the vines kind of forming the edge of his, like a goatee. Yeah. It's so Swamp Thing. <laughs> and there's nothing on here that says. Oh, no, this isn't licensed or anything. No. So, so you know, I. Uh, we were talking before we started. I was like, oh, I forgot to grab the beer note. So I, I was looking. It took forever to find anything on Abomination Brewing Company. So the brewing company started on, from what I can see, started on Kickstarter in 2017. Wow. If you so look they're at, just babies. Yeah. And if you look at the label, the beer is brewed and canned by Dorchester Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. And distributed by 12%. So... Um, I'm sure it's a couple it's a couple of guys that love beer, love brewing, uh, had a successful Kickstarter, and uh, they've got some beers. So was this the beer that was a Kickstarter? This was not in their okay. original list, um, but this hop thing is their New England style double dry hopped India Pale Ale, six point nine percent alcohol by volume. Uh, you know the New England IPA is going to be good. The double dry hop means it's going to have some uh, some bite to it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw when what I sent. Chris is like, I know this isn't your favorite kind of beer, but it's so perfect. I'm like, it is. I didn't really like this movie. So, And and as IPAs go, you do like the New England IPA because it's not as bitter. Mm -hmm. So that like pineapple-y, piney. So it's not nearly as hazy as I... Oh, there it is at the bottom. Okay. So it's it's definitely got that thick haze that you expect from a New England IPA. Yeah. The smell is... Oh, my God. 
The smell is delightful. Ooh, that is so. New, that's more. That's got oh. more bite than a New England IPA. But it's that's the double oh, dry there house. It is. Yeah, there. Yeah. Taste a second. But but I mean, that's good. Again, if you want to know you're drinking a beer, that is a beer. Wow. Once again, I mean, they've, How can they've you go never, wrong? they've never, literally never let us down. One hundred and ten percent. The best part is, more than a few times, uh-huh. we've gone in to get the beer. The challenge is, you know, they can't like plan. Neither of us, we, they, we can't plan ahead for the beers we need because it's a random pull. Uh-huh. How many times have we gone in there and and Joel or Crystal was like, "Oh my God, we had the best beer for that," but it's. You know, we sold it three months ago. However, six months ago. or but then they go. But here are three choices. That's right. For oh, right, you. right, 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 right. You know, um, yeah, they'll have the perfect beer, but then they're like, here, are th-, and you're like, I mean, these work great. These too. work great too. I mean, <laughs> but literally, I mean, we'll we'll take a picture of the can. Oh, this yeah. is literally the swamp thing. DC, please don't come after us. We're just sharing a picture of a beer. Yeah, yeah it's not. A, yeah, uh, but holy cow! So uh, branching out, Township Five and Camillus, the finest beer selection in all of Central New York, in my opinion, and. Uh, the greatest people and the coolest shop dog. Fuck. Yeah. Hi, Barley. Right. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I hope he looked up when I said that. <laughs> He's looking at the like, what? Yeah. What? That's what? right. Reshoots. Holy cow. Guess who was listening to a podcast today? <laughs> hey, Colin. <laughs> well, I've got one. Oh. That's actually more of a reaction. Okay. Two things I forgot to, when we were talking about Punisher. Yes. Uh, the amazing edit when he realizes his nose is broken. Yeah. He sticks a pencil up there, and it's obviously a, a fake nose sure. of him cracking it into place and it becoming actually just his nose. I was like, that was an amazing edit. <laughs> it's so good. Is it so? Is it obvious like that they remove? It's it looks no, no, like I mean, Ray Wise, uh, Ray Wise, Stevenson, Stevenson reset his nose. Really? Yeah. I I'll have to go back and look at that. I. I don't it's remember that shop. Awesome. I mean, I mean, I remember that shop. Uh-huh. I don't remember noticing. And that was shop. a fun little bit of humor in it because he's sitting there waiting for them, and you, you just hear. That, it's like that was. The, oh yeah. my nose is broken! Snap. Okay, I'm good now. Oh yeah, yeah the movie. You know, the movie needed more of that to mm-hmm. balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like look what Deadpool does. Yeah, we're not going back. We already done that one. Okay, uh, good. So that was we, that was all I had. Do, do we do we want to go through? <laughs> so Colin, I love you, man. Holy shit. I kind of feel like, I kind of really feel like, Colin, you should just record this shit and so send the, us so the audio So here's the problem. File. We made that comment last episode that he, he hasn't, hasn't heard, heard yet. That's right. Okay. So in a couple weeks. So, uh, so wait, no, here, here. I'm going to send it to him right now. We're going to do this live. Hey, guess who's got to go pee? PL is peeing. We'll be right back. It's good. I mean, listen, Colin never lets us down as a righteous member of the five timer club. <laughs> I mean, he's earned the sweatshirt. 100%. Or theoretical whatever swag we're yeah. going to do. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that should just be the go-to. And again, I feel like, uh, you know, our prestigious, you know, senior guests, <laughs> they should just, you know. Yeah. Think Colin, something to say. Chuck, Casey, Casey, Colin, Hi. Chuck, <laughs> Shannon. You guys And then just, an alien. That's right. That's right. Listen, then Orshak. I'm going to Florida next week <laughs> and I'm bringing the recorder, so... I'm sure we'll get some audio. Oh yeah, a little uh, bonus Chuck kind maybe, of. Maybe maybe you guys can talk about um, Birds Mop, of Prey. Smart Pack. Yeah, I think we uh, we will have to go see Birds of Prey. My God, that commercial is fucking brilliant. All right, so we've made the offer to him, but mm-hmm. you know, if he, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm confident he's going to do it. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make that work. We also had Sam. Yeah. About 
X-Men The Last Stand. This is some good stuff. A couple of things. If it's not too much for one episode, Sam, it's never too much for That's one right. episode. Have you listened to us? Yeah. <laughs> Legion is not Moira and Xavier's kid. Legion is Xavier and Gabrielle Haler? Haller? Haller, yeah. Haller, a Holocaust survivor. Jesus, again with a Holocaust yeah. survivor? Uh, and former patient of Xavier. He put in parentheses. Not cool. <laughs> he's right. Yeah. He's right. Moira's only son, Kevin, is the Omega Mutant Proteus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. But he's not Xavier's kid. They have no known children together. But they did have a relationship at some point, yes? Ye- yes. Like, they must have, because that's the whole basis for first class. Yeah, they have. Or it. is it just thinking because of first class? No. Okay. No. okay. Reference Cyclops' lack of power control. It's actually head brain injury from a hard landing when he was sharing a parachute with his brother Alex after their family plane was attacked by a Shi'ar ship. That's, That's hard right. to say. Shi'ar ship. I always thought they were Shi'ar, but okay. Or is it, uh, you know, I'm going off the X-Men. Oh, the, that, that's the fair. Animated, animated series. series. They said Shi'ar. So that, that makes sense. This is an AT-AT at-at situation, except one of us is right. I'm not going to respond to that, but please continue. <laughs> and his parents were abducted to outer space. Hmm. Although his lack of control may also partially be due to the mental block slash PTSD as retconned in Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. I kind of remember that. Sure. Oh, my God. That's right. Isn't their father one of the... He's yeah, a space pirate. Yeah. yeah from uh, what was that group? The Star Jammers? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Star Jammers. Yeah. Right. Wasn't that it? Yeah. It's a sh- Yeah. That was. Yeah. I mean, again. Yeah. Star Jammers. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, is it Corsair? Uh, um, Corsair. Man. Nice. Look at me. They essentially combined Caliban, another Morlock, mutant tracking and sensing powers yep. into Callisto for this movie. Yeah. And Caliban we get in Logan. And in X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Take a wild guess which one's better. Yeah. The one who played a Nazi in Jojo Rabbit. Heil Hitler. This is directed towards you, Todd. Oh. Sorry, Todd. It is, in fact, Jamie Madrix with an R, not Maddox. Although you're right, Jamie Prime has never been an outright villain, but he has had evil dupes out there operating independently as early as first few appearances. And those dupes can make more dupes of their own. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the duplicates to make duplicates. So is he a mutant connected to the meat dimension? Like Wolverine? The meat dimension? Have you never heard of that? Okay. Go down a Google rabbit hole sometime. Google Wolverine meat dimension. It basically explains his regeneration abilities. That he taps into this, all, oh. this other dimension called the meat dimension, where he can basically just—is this like riffing on Nightcrawler when he bamps, he goes uh, to another dimension? It's a, it's a, I, but it's, but it's being silly. Uh, it's it's surprisingly it addresses some real challenges around like the oh, fact that no. Wolverine has regenerated from like bones. Uh, yeah, he's been, wasn't he thrown to the sun? I'm sure he was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, one could charitably interpret that this was just one of those. Hey, maybe this one goes by Maddox. <laughs> Shots fired by Sam at you. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, thanks again for the, another great episode. Yeah. Keep up the great work. I'm definitely going to try that chickpea salad sandwich recipe. You better try Sam it. Sam in Philly. Let us know what you think, Sam. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to send giving, it to my family. So. I'm giving Casey something to take home. That's Woo-hoo. right. Well, I'll tell you, I am, uh, what, like end of week six? Tomorrow will be day one of week seven on this whole food plant-based diet. Uh-huh. 15 pounds down, 37 points off my cholesterol, and 
as of Monday, my doctor has taken me off the statin I've been on for a number of years. That deserves a toast. That's right. Congratulations, so, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. I told Aubrey, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to shave the beard. Now that fat face is going away, maybe I'll go back to clean shaven for a while. So, yeah, who knows? What, oh, I thought it was going to be followed by, and she kiboshed that. No, uh, she didn't. No, she didn't not kibosh it. So, you know, so it's a definite maybe. <laughs> I know my family's thoughts about me being clean shaven. A hard pass. What's next? So production stuff. So Okay. So we started to talk about, so Swamp Thing is not a character that, Alan Moore created, but like a number of his characters, um, you know, Alan Moore doesn't create it, but he makes it redefines better. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the character goes back a ways, and I think that I'm of the opinion, and I wonder how you react. This is a longer running DC reader, but you know, DC had a really long. I mean, Marvel did too, but not as much. DC had more of a history with horror comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one f- almost feels like... I mean, the DC stands for Detective Comics, and they definitely delved with some really fucked up shit sure. before uh, Batman and whatnot. And so the Swamp Thing appears in 19- July of 71 in House of Secrets 92, which I think House of Secrets was one of their horror titles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And lots of standalone stories. And actually, I probably read more, um, more of the... House of Secrets, was there a House of... Mystery or that, but tales of mystery. Tales, it, but that's Marvel. Oh, that's Marvel. I'm okay, but uh, maybe then maybe it is House of Secrets. I read a lot of the DC a journey, horror comics. Sorry, journey to mystery. Journey to mystery because it's an Easter egg in Thor. Right, right. Uh, that's where Thor first appearance was. Was Journey to Mystery. House of Secret. Oh, House of Secrets. House of Mystery. Those were those House were of companion <laughs> companion series. I probably read more DC horror comics. Than I did. You sick bastard. I know, right? But I almost feel <laughs> like Swamp Thing, and actually, and that makes total sense as I'm looking at this now. He premiered in, it was a standalone horror story set in the early 20th century, and then it hmm. spins into a, a long running character. Alan Moore will take it later and goes, as Alan Moore does, redefines it. Sure. This movie is not an Alan Moore. This is. This movie is actually true to the original roots of the character. It's not, there's not a lot of complexity there. Nope. Don't dig beyond the surface. It's not going to make sense. There's no, not well, a deeper meeting. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, so this movie is actually pretty squarely representative of how this character begins. Yeah. You know, so what, what are your thoughts about that? No, boy. Um, <laughs> this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Does it want to be. A campy, fun, silly movie? Does it want to be a horror movie? Does it want to be a B movie? It toes a line of all three of those, but never lands in an area where I... I mean, this is... Is this pre... No, this is post A Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Oh, no, this is... Is this uh, pre? The name that we're talking about. Wes Craven, yeah. Wes Craven writes and directs this. So this Mm -hmm. is where I would say it... it, There's no question in my mind that this movie is what it intends to be, which is Mm. a... Which is a... Which is a campy horror movie. Okay. Okay. Um, but it, this, so this is early in his career. So he writes and directs this. Obviously, he's adapting it from the comics, but sure. writes and directs it. At this point, he had written, directed The Last House on the Left oh, and The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, so he hadn't even, he hadn't had and the there, nightmare yet. There was one more uh, either movie that wasn't as successful or a TV movie or something. Have but you like, ever seen The Last House on the Left? Oh, yeah. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Oh. Listen, he is the master of horror. I mean, he's, 
you know, he's earned that spot. Have you ever heard the man talk? Oh, yes, you yeah, have. Yeah. Because he's in he's Jay and in, Silent Bob Strike Back. It's not unusually I say cut. Like, you expect to be like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's a very smart guy. He taught film uh, somewhere for a long time. I don't know where that was in his career. But New York. It's got to be New York. Uh, I mean, I mean, in terms of like before he directed, after oh, he directed, uh, during it. I don't know. But he he directed that weird movie, Music of the Heart. Did he really? Yeah, he wrote and directed it. You're like, wait, the Freddy Krueger guy? So, you know, you have someone, in my opinion, is a real artist in a genre that I'm not even a big fan of. Um, but I think that this is about... so. <laughs> the production in this film. Um, Hang on, before we get into the production. Sure. While we're talking about all this, I get it. I see maybe that this is supposed to be more tongue-in-cheek. And I, I have to admit, I said off mic, our entire downstairs is being remodeled right now. It's a fucking nightmare. Um, and I say that as a person who is shown colors from my wife who's doing all the research. I go, yeah, that works. Like, uh, <laughs> I am bare minimum on this. <laughs> but still, it's just everything's everywhere. Uh, the computer that I edit with had to be moved into another room. So I'm in a corner and you, I, I'm watching on that because I had to take down the TV. So sure. I'm just like, yeah, I just, mm, I'm not feeling it. But let's so talk, let's talk about fair. it. In my, my opinion may change because there's stuff that I'm thinking about now that I really enjoyed. Okay. Uh, especially our buddy from uh, Darkman. Y- yes. Yes. Here's the overwhelming factor. So Wes Craven has done two films, which are masterful horror films. Right. But I think you'd be, I wasn't watching horror films at that time to know. Mm. Did Last House on the Left, The Hills Have Eyes, did they stand out? How much did they stand out from the pack at the time? Because that was also a period From of, other horror films? Yeah. I mean, certainly in retrospect, they're looked at differently. There's a thousand schlocky horror movies from that era. The problem, the difference is with, uh, at least with, it's been a while since I've seen either, but I, Last House on the Left obviously sticks out more because of the sexual assault sure i think it was the first time that uh like i think about sam peck and paul sure yeah uh straw dogs yeah yeah that's a rough movie too right yeah yeah. Uh, but that's what he brought to the genre of horror is Mm -hmm. like a peck and paw touch where it was like we're gonna take this a little more serious sure and that's i think that's why he didn't like the Freddy that like in in Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy makes his cracks and everything. But by the time you get to um, what is it? What is Nightmare on Elm Street five? What's the, the Dream th- Warriors? What? No, that's three. Um, I can't remember what five is, but um, it might be Freddy's dead. He's like making schlocky jokes every five minutes, and you're like, ah, uh, I came here to see you murder children. The Dream Child. Oh, five is the Dream, five child? Is the dream child. Three is Dream Warrior. What's Freddy's dead? Freddy's Dead was uh, Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. Oh, right, the final nightmare. It's ninety-one. It's so I uh, it doesn't give like the number in the se- in the sequence. I don't know. Let's talk about this movie. Sure. I'm sorry. That one was number six. Okay. Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare was number six. And then it was Fre- Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Got it, which is when he comes back. Got it. Yep. So um, at this point in his career, I mean, clearly the guy has talent, vision. He has ability, right? But he's I mean, he's not established, right? So right. this is, I mean, again, this very much toes the line in some places doesn't even approach the line of film. Some places it looks like bad TV movie, right? Or by, Most or, of the time when, when, when we're in Arcane's uh, mansion, I'm like, this is a fucking set of Dallas? What's going I, on here? Right. Um, but let's let's talk money because I think that's a real constraint. Oh, yeah. Now, I have the... Okay, take a guess. 
Yeah, yeah. So I have the eighty-two dollars, and then I have them adjusted for twenty nineteen. Okay, eighty-two dollars. Yes, I'm gonna say that's how much this movie had. <laughs> okay, you're not too far off. Uh, I'm gonna say fifty thousand. Oh no, no. So it had a budget of two and a half million dollars. Stop it. No, now in today that's six point six million dollars. So that's still nothing. That's nothing. That's an independent movie. Uh, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Without. Without a guy in a rubber suit, without stunts. Well, he's barely in a rubber suit. <laughs> well, but but he's at, I mean, boats flip, cars, <laughs> st- you know what I mean? Like, there's, oh, that's true. You know what I mean? So there's special effects, transformations and okay. stuff. So think about that. Six. Uh, what did we do when we did Chronicle? What was it like 10 million or 12 mm-hmm. million? Uh, 12. I and that say. had some CGI and stuff. But mm-hmm. again, so 6.6. Uh, box office, you want to guess what it does? No, I guess it's just going to be sad. 3 million. Oh. So... Eight million dollars in in today's uh, in in like uh, I think that sadly maybe better than what uh, Birds of Prey did this weekend. Yeah, thirty three million, and they're like trouncing it for the lowest opening in the DC because it is it's, sure it's, which it is. It's lower than Jonah Hex. It's, sure, I'll, but but it's I'll also, say that again. It's lower than Jonah Hex. Hey, all you incel motherfuckers, suck a cock. But Go wasn't see it this also movie. wasn't it also the number one movie of the tip of the weekend? Yeah. So it's just it's a, a weekend people weekend. don't go right. So yeah, that's bullshit. Oh, it's almost like everyone likes shitting on DC. Hmm. That's fair. <coughs> Interesting. Sorry, not shitting on DC is fair. I mean hmm. that that observation that yeah. Uh so if you haven't seen it, by the way, uh this the new season of Hot Ones. Oh, do they have one Harleen Quinzel, mm. Margot Robbie? I bet you she could eat some. Some hot wings. She's Australian. Oh no, she said she grew up on like mashed potatoes. It's oh no, so it's, it's the cr- oh it's it's a it's a great. I will, all I will say is it's a great episode. Go watch it. Okay, yeah, totally yeah. gonna watch it. She grew up on mashed potatoes. Well, like like that level of of spice. Of, of, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's That's uh, interesting. She's a great interview. Yeah. So budget wise, look, I mean, I think given what he had to work with, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And again, it's not it's not the Dark Knight. You know what I mean? This is not film. It's but again, barely Batman and Robin. But again, you know, four years earlier, Christopher Reeve had done Superman, right? Right, right. Um, but but this is the same comic publishing house, right? Mm-hmm. The same set of stories in which Superman exists, Swamp Thing from this from this horror comic anthology mm-hmm. also exists, and and we're at that end of the pool with this one. Yeah. So if you watch this as I'm reading one of those horror comics. Okay. Then, great. I'm not looking for an Infinity Saga out of this, but for the 90 minutes I watched it, I, you I know, had fun that, that, revisiting yeah, it. it was, okay. Okay. Well, hey, what's the IMDb score for this movie? 5.4. Okay. Which, almost think you got to view this in terms of Batman the Movie 66. <laughs> okay. I, I think this movie hits right where it wants to be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some of that is like, look, so he's, it's in an era where there are no CGI, right? I mean, like rotoscope, you can draw on the film and so right. like that, or animation. But listen, they knew what they were getting. They had a guy in a rubber suit, <laughs> you know, some some pra- a lot of practical effects. Which some of the practical effects are pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, if you saw this as a kid in the 70s as a TV movie, you're all in. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the but box this was, office, this maybe had an action, this, Okay, yeah. That, w- that was my question. This isn't like a Captain America no, 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 this was an actual theatrical release that that did $3 million at the box office. Um, oh, one last thing on the production note. So there was a little bit of a kerfuffle 
Oh, no. Adrian Barbeau's Greatest Hits. How fucking dare so you. So she was an actress who, you know, part of her image was sex. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, oh uh, listen, I know her now from this movie. I know her as the voice of okay. Catwoman. So. Which she is very sexy. Uh, she is a she is an incredibly and, sexy uh, woman. Let me, well, this is just her voice. Batman I mean, the Animated Series. I was like, hello, Catwoman. <laughs> well, so. I'm sure I'm not the only, so TSPHC Army, mm-hmm. for men of a certain age, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the, she might be the first set of tits I saw. Well, I mean, you so were I was 11. 11. Yeah. You know, um, but this is not the, I mean, unfairly to her, but she, she Adrian Bar- Barbeau has had a, a long career, mm-hmm. escaped from New York. Oh, sure. You know. Um, oh, yeah. Shit. She, that's right. Yeah. She's, yeah. Lo- I long that, career. Yeah. Maud, right? Like. Mod, really yeah. on TV? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I know Adrian. Barbeau, well, let me let me double check that that's the TV show. Um, while you look up that, you yeah. know, we have two actors in this movie that continue into DC animated Batman properties. Adrian Barbeau is Catwoman. Yeah. Ray Wise is Commissioner Gordon in the Killing Joke movie. No shit. Now no just shit. think of Ray Wise's voice. As Commissioner Gordon. I'm like, that's, that's pretty good casting. That's perfect. It's unfortunate that they fucked up the killing joke, but yeah. we'll get to that movie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was Maude, six, uh, 72 to 78, Carol Trainer. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, she has a long career, but she was an actress who was comfortable, who appeared to be at least comfortable with her sexuality, her nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think whether fairly or unfairly, I think sometimes she got cast because you could she have show that, her boobs. Yeah. that scene. So, Interestingly, the U.S. Oh, the, we, we should also point out that this is a PG movie with full boobs in it. Full boobs, no bush. But so it's, that's PG. It, uh, no, it's not. It's PG, yeah. it's now ti- wait Titanic. Nowadays, wait nowadays, it might not be PG. But at the time, there was no PG thirteen. Yeah, it this would is have a either PG gotten, movie. Yeah, would have gotten an R if if they wanted to. If they wa- there was no PG thirteen. PG thirteen was an eighty. No, no, that's yeah. yeah. But what I mean, but but you saw you could see boobs in PG movies. Yeah, I, I know remember. it's just completely fucked up. Well, you see boobs in PG I, movies. Eh, eh, listen, they're just boobs. Listen, I think we should have Europe sensibilities. They're much more restrictive in terms of violence that sure. they allow their children to see. Yeah. What is a what harm has a pair of tits ever done? It helps bring life. That's right. That's right. Nourish you know, the life. life. No, the vagina uh, brings life. Finds a way. <laughs> so the so the theatrical release for this movie was ninety one minutes. The international release was ninety three minutes. Who are those extra two minutes boobies? Yeah, basically, yeah. So there's really uh, there's there's more nudity and sexual content now. Wait, in, does she fuck Swamp Thing? Uh, who, I, I, I don't think so. But I think I think the bathing scene is longer. Yeah. I think there's also uh, there's another point. Is she like groped when she's taken capture prison or something? There, there's some other close. stuff. They're like she doesn't she doesn't fuck swamp thing like that's, that's good. Th- right. But this uh, isn't the shape of water. It's not the shape of water. <laughs> um, no, that was a fish, not a plant. That would be totally unrealistic. <laughs> if you go to Wikipedia, so Wikipedia on the Swamp Thing film references a 2002 article from LubbockOnline.com, okay, which said in August 2000, Metro Goldwyn Mayer released the film on DVD in the United States. Though the DVD was labeled as being the PG-rated 91-minute cut of the film, MGM had inadvertently used the 93-minute international cut of the film, which contained more nudity and sexual content than the U.S. theatrical cut. 
In May of 2002, a Dallas woman rented the disc from a Blockbuster video store. <gasps> hey, kids. Oh, Blockbuster was big on censorship. Sure. Uh, no. Well, they had adult films. No, they did not. They did not have a porn section. They did not? Nope. Well, they definitely had the unrated section. I remember walking through there a couple times. In uh, a Blockbuster? You're uh, out of your mind. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe they, that was their thing. They were the family version. They were the family version? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, maybe I'm thinking of video. Fa- oh, video factory, video factory, family video. It's funny that they had a porn section. I'm like family is in the name of your company. Maybe not so much. So in May, 2002, a Dallas woman rented the disc from a blockbuster video store for her children and reported this discrepancy. MGM recalled the disc and reissued it in August, 2005 with the U S theatrical cut as originally intended. So the version we watched was the 91 minute. I was just going to, but look. I was, believe me, I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I thought that was an interesting little uh, yeah, That's yeah. interesting. I mean, it's not the first time that a, a, a movie has been released accidentally with stuff that it shouldn't have in it. The Transformers, the movie, the original cartoon. Which Unicron. I don't really remember, but I have heard people that's talk interesting. about it. So you've never, you've never seen that? Is what you're trying to say right now? That's correct. Huh, that's interesting. Why? We've talked about it. We've, just, we've talked no, I'm about just, it. It's like there's something that we do where one of us has seen a movie and one of us hasn't. Oh, fuck. That's interesting. Damn it. Damn it. So you've never seen Listen, that. I, I, so I can I, say so to I you. Heard- so I can say to you, oh, you've never seen that? Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, all right. Anyways, so right, in this, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I understand that every blood, child was traumatized. <laughs> have, you, have you watched the Dirty Dozen yet? No, I'm watching okay. it t- probably Sunday tomorrow, morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> oh, because of Rocky. That's I'm out how dare you? Blood. How dare you? I get you? That's Rambo, not Rocky. Come on. No, that's Last Blood. First Blood. No, the last one was the last one was called Last no. Blood, wasn't it? Rambo Last Blood. I think so. Yeah. Oh, God. Because did he die? No, of course he didn't. He's Rambo. Uh, so I think, you know, we've talked through production, budget, IMDb. I think it's time to roll the film. So let's start with the, the like, here we're going to give you some exposition dump in the title card there. Not the Swamp Thing, but like whatever the fuck that says. It's really hard to read because it was also a swooping shot down. So my brain couldn't focus on the letters yeah. mixed with the swooping down like... Who decided this was a good idea? But the worst part of that swooping shot, so I had a note on that. Why is the camera shaking? So it's 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 swooping with somebody like without a steady cam. Literally, it's doing this like bouncing shake. It's probably in the water. It, I don't know what it was, but yeah. I was about to be incredibly impressed with the title. Right? So Swamp let, thing. So, the, no, no, where it says swamp no, thing? No, no, no. I mean, I'm sorry, that exposition. I was like, uh-huh. oh, they wrote this very specifically and keenly. It's exposition in two parts, right? So we see one statement and then yep. the next statement. So the first statement, not long ago in the unexplored reaches of an unnamed swamp, the creative genius of one man collided with another's evil dream and a monster was born. Now, if they had ended it there, I'd sure. be like, oh, the monster wasn't Swamp Thing. The monster's arcane. Spoiler, right? Yeah. But then they say, too powerful to be destroyed, too intelligent to be captured, his being still pursues its savage dream. I'm like, oh, see, now you fucked it up. <laughs> like, so, so, so boo on that one. Yeah. Because it was... Because if the if you left it at that first sentence, mm-hmm. that is a perfect bit of misdirection. Sure, one hundred percent. Right. So unfortunately, they finish it, and as we've talked many times, uh, 
X X Men X Men United, right? Like, right. you don't. No, no, Magneto doesn't need that line. Yeah, uh, McKellen's yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, we need that. Uh. The pawns go for. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, my note was this is a who's who of seventies and eighties that guy actors. One hundred percent. I gotta be honest with you. I stopped listing them. You know, there's a couple I'll call out. This is also the era when you could do Adrian Barbeau is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Six years on Maud, Love Boat. Fantasy Island, Back to School. Jesus, okay. I Escape do from, know her. Escape from New York, Swamp Thing. I feel like now we're back to a place where TV has a, a bigger value than it did 10 or 20 years ago. Well, the perfect example is Picard. It's movie level, cinematography, special effects. Sure. But it is being told episodically. And actors are gravitating back to TV because it's longer oh, yeah. form Who- storytelling. Who just signed up for a, a TV show? Oh, I don't know, but please tell me. I'm not going to think of it. Okay. But uh, they announced somebody's doing a show, and I was like, oh. And like they're like, they may be an Oscar winner. And I was like, okay, holy uh, shit. Looks like we're watching it. We broke the barrier. But, you know, this is an era where I th- my perception is that it, it I think it was easier to move back and forth between those worlds. Sure. And you, so this is an era, if, if you're that actor 70s 80s tv stuff you're you're in this sure mm-hmm. you're in this and then you're gonna go do a couple days on uh love boat, love boat right <laughs> or fantasy island yeah or fantasy island oh fuck the movie starts there's a helicopter coming in but then we see some mercenaries u.s coast guard oh it is a coast guard it's a okay. coast guard chopper yep so i was confused until 20 minutes into this movie because it's her in the helicopter right and the guy's like holland insisted on building it all out here He said, this is where the life is. One of those life forms nailed the guy you're replacing. But then it shows some guy running through the swamp. I'm like, oh, they're showing the guy getting eaten by this. And then these mercenaries show up and stab him. And I was like, you know, what the fuck's happening in this movie? It's a movie that now Swamp Thing doesn't show up for it's almost uh, an hour. It's almost right. So it's it's pretty. He's pretty much only in like a half an hour of this movie tops. Sure. You mean like from the moment he appears? In yeah. terms of how much he's on screen, it's, it's even much less, less than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, he's maybe on screen 15 minutes. But things are happening right away. To the point where it's like, do I have a bad cut of the film? Am I missing something? No. I, again, I think this is what two and a half million dollars gets you. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? That's fair. So they land. Right. I wanna, I've got a, a visual cue for those of you who watch the movies. 410. Not only do we have Swamp Thing, we have Swamp Ass. The guy that's getting on the helicopter, no. he stands up. And I was like, oh, no, sir. You, his khakis on his posterior are good two shades darker. He has been sitting there a while, and it is very hot out. That's unfortunate. The poor, I was like, and, and the camera's like right behind him. So when he gets up, his ass is center frame. I was like. They're very formal. Can you imagine dressed. being that that actor? Yeah. Going, I'm in a movie and going to the premiere and be like, "Fuck my swamp ass!" I knew I should have brought that baby powder. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you know they start with it's the feather duster, right? Like this throwaway dialogue intended to tell us what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know something, right? Holland's somebody, and he's got enough pull. To put something in the middle of the swamp. I think that was also my problem. My next note is five, less than five minutes in. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because but, everyone's talking to each other, but no one's being introduced. Adrian Barbaro's character, which I can't even tell you what her name was. Alice Cable. Thank you. Cable, that's right. 
isn't introduced until she's in the lab. Alice Cable, new kid on the block. We have been with this character ten and a half minutes easily, and it's the first time we hear her name. And I'm like, see, that doesn't. What are we doing? That one doesn't bother me. Like, I'd rather get it organically. We know what a great time for it to be organically. Swamp ass to be like, so you're the replacement. Yeah, I'm Alice Cable. Yeah, I don't care. At least we get it. And it reinforces but, that guy's a douchebag. So he is a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My note was male chauvinist. I think he said something about they sent a woman out here. Yep. What, they sent a woman out here? And I'm like, okay, again, it's 1982. All right. Uh, 1982 release, you know, filmed mm-hmm. a year or two prior. <laughs> the guy running through the swamps is, we'll figure out later, we'll piece it together. He's a security guy for Holland. Sure. The, the guy who's running this. He's a security These mercenaries. Guy. These mercenaries. Discount Sylvester Stallone. Ponytail is my original note. Ferret, we'll learn, is his name later. Oh, is that his name? Arcane makes, a, a I think, a singular reference to him. Oh, Ferret. you're right. Yeah. Who's the guy from uh, Darkman? Yeah. What's uh, his character's name? Oh, we uh, get it in the the toast scene. Yeah, We do. Um, um, so Nicholas Wirth, Bruno. Bruno. Which all I could think of, of course, is... Sasha Baron Cohen's Bruno. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, it's Bruno. Very different Bruno. But I could see so, him as a little bit of a gay thug. Like, I could see that character. He had a little bit of a of a violent mm-hmm. vi- gay vibe to him. We're going to spend some time on that character. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to do it now? or Because, uh, again, we don't need to go beat through. How, how about he's, he get, every time Swamp Thing shows up, that guy gets thrown in the water. <laughs> Two things. Every time the character in the movie... In, in the the reality of the movie, yep. is like, fuck, the water again? But also, Nicholas probably showed up to set those days and went, what are we doing today? Uh, we're going to throw you in the water again. Are you, what? I'm going to extrapolate a little bit sure, here, if, if I may. Because it's if four times, by sure. the way. Four fucking times that I guy may. goes in the water. I think if Nicholas was paying attention, he had ample opportunity to re- read between the lines. I'm sure they brought him in for his film test. Mm-hmm. Right or his audition, he's reading, and they're like, "Yeah, the lines are great." Um, have you ever fallen into a pool? <laughs> you ever fallen from a height? How are you with falling? Is that <laughs> you, you ever? You, do you bruise easy? <laughs> Here, could you go pick up? Uh, you know, I, I I left something over there by the edge of the pool. Would you go? Oh God, sorry. I feel like he knew what he was getting into, and it's the same throw every time. It's the grab the lapels throw sideways and he goes in ass first and it's just like the worst way to go into a pool 100 <laughs> percent. god forbid it hits your taint like that's <laughs> not yeah so oh he had water in places he did not want so i don't specifically remember noting that is it clearly him or could it have been a oh, stunt no guy? it's clearly, clearly him nicholas this movie didn't have stunt people Come on. Oh, oh those. No, I'm joking. Those, I'm joking. Okay, I'm joking. Right. No, wait, I'm just talking about the but budget. You, no, the mercenaries that go flying in the air. Yeah, they're, they're some people, but they're just the mercenaries in the movie, too. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, no but he doubling had, yeah, up he of has people. Lines and char- mm-hmm. and character. So if you're Nicholas Worth and your aspiration is to do Streetcar Name Desire, right? Yeah, you, you know, you're yeah. this earthy Brando type, but you put on your resume, like, I can fall, right? Like, or I've had some. Stage combat training. Like, have you fucked yourself yes. by doing that? 100. This movie answers the question. D- yes. Four times. of, And no one else gets thrown in the water. It's just him. Like, when Swamp Thing rips off the hood of the, the Jeep, who goes in the water first? Nicholas. When he jumps up and grabs the boat, who's the first one to go in the water? Nicholas. I'm like, God damn it. This poor guy. The poor guy. But, but he's working. And if you look at his, uh, again, I think we talked about it in Darkman. 
That guy worked. Sure. He worked. Sure. What it, is he still alive? Uh, I will tell you in a moment. Okay. If I recall, he had a shit ton of actor credits. Uh, no, sadly, he died in 2007 at the age of 69. Oh, 69? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. He had he had ninety nine actor credits oh, on IMDb. Good for you. So his Nicholas. last one was a uh, was the voice uh, in Freedom Fighters, a video game in two thousand three. Uh, actually, looks like he okay. His last like not voice video game credit, mm-hmm. uh, Star Trek Voyager, looked like a recurring role. Lonzak, Chaotica's adjutant. I've never watched Voyager. Okay, all the way through. It's but his it's not my cup of tea. Well, Gray, hot. His first acting credit was in nineteen sixty six. For for Pete's sake, his second actor credit. Now now he had a little break there. I don't know if maybe he was doing. Uh, he was getting all that training to jump in the pools. Sixty six to seventy three. In seventy three, he has a credit for Scream, Blackula Scream, <laughs> which how do I not click on that movie? <laughs> Starring William Marshall, Don Mitchell, Pam Greer. Yeah, Pam, it's a black exploitation movie. Well, I know it's a bla- well, yeah, black. She's you know, but, the queen of black exploitation. Uh, Which is why she's in um, Quentin Tarantino. Yep. Rum Punch was the Elmore Leonard book. It no, was no, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, yeah. Yeah, but the book was Rum Punch. It's but that Elmo- wasn't an original Quentin no, Tarantino? it's an Elmore Leonard book. Oh, that's right, because Heaton shows up in Out of Sight. Same that's character. Right. Yep. Auburn and I were flipping channels last night. Bragging. I was, yeah, yeah. Hashtag humble break. Landed on Bless This Mess. With Dak, Dak Shepard. who I love. And I'm I'm like, I have not seen enough of his actual acting. Uh-huh. Uh, he's have wonderful. Have you never seen Chips? It. I saw Chips and it was very good. I, <laughs> I, I liked it. But Pam Greer's in that and she has, I mean, to be fair, she's got to be what? She's got to be in her 70s. Yeah. Right? She has put on some weight. I was like, my first thought was like, oh, she has put on some weight. She was born in 49. Fuck. She's, she's 71? Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm impressed. Holy shit. Um, all right, so back to Swamp Thing. Um, let's see. What else do we need to know? We're learning stuff as we go here. Yeah, what? Uh, Alice, can you help me with Copper Digger? Cooper's Digger. Who? Copper Digger. Cooper's Digger. When they're digging in the algae. What's a Cooper's Digger anyway? Some kind of shovel? Nah. He pulls out so, a possum? Just Alessandro. Yeah. Why are you calling that a copper digger? Cooper's digger. I don't think it's copper digger. I think that's the name of the animal. Or maybe it's Cooper digger. Is that its name? Alessandro. One moment. Um, yeah, how would we find that? Hmm. You could type in possum, Cooper digger, and see if Google see if- just says, what the fuck are you talking about? Hmm. <laughs> So it's not a capybara. Capybara is a totally different. A chupacabra? No, ca- a capybara is, is a, a giant rodent. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's got a rounded face. I see that, but I'm trying to think like it's not if a it was possum. Wet. It was a possum. It that was he a grabbed. possum. Oh, 100%. Okay. All right. No, capybaras used to be, for lack of a better term, when the New York State Fair had. Had freak World's shows. Biggest rat, yeah. World's we, biggest rat. We, you lose your mind. We paid one time with, with I think we in Christian. I don't remember if Joseph was even born yet, but we did that one time. We went in there. And yeah. you're like, it's a capybara. And you know what they had? A petting zoo down at the end of the midway with a capybara. Yeah. I think um, they finally realized. And also, freak shows are terrible. Could it have been a koipu, which is another name for the nutria? It is a possum. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> Um, Such a weird bit of dialogue. So yeah, Adrian Barbeau, uh, Cable goes to this secret lab. They meet an Australian... He's pretty much um, uh, Reese Darby from from Jumanji. If you wish to leave the game, 
You must save Jumanji and call out its name. Oh, I was thinking, who's the uh, security guy from Jurassic Park? Clever girl. Oh, he, uh, Phil, let us know. I don't remember his name. He's also that guy. Yeah. Yeah, right? I got his name later. Ritter. Ritter. Right, Ritter. Ritter. Yeah. I went, this guy's accent is out of control. All it takes is one loudmouth to spill this to Holland, and the whole project goes to hell in a handbasket. You know that? Yes, and then I realized why it's out of control. That goes for you, too. The funny thing is, they're in the middle of the swamp. We learned that Holland put the swamp there because that's where the life is. We'll learn later. He's working on this plant-animal hybrid, <laughs> not too far from the super soldier serum. Right. The lab is this very high-tech underground lab. For 1982. For 1982. They're monitors but, from Radio Shack. But it's under like this almost like burned-out shell of a building. Yeah, it's like a bunker almost. It's like, yeah, yeah which... You're already in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Why are you going? So, uh, again, don't look for logic Was there. that That's the lab first time and it burned down, fell into the swamp? They built another one? That burned down? Oh, wait. I see what you did there. I, I understood that reference. You're welcome. So we find out that these mercenaries are coming to get the formula. Arcane has been said that he's dead. Now, this is... Yeah, Ritter right. says it. I thought Arcane was dead. He is. Who said that? Who said Arcane's onto this? Why are you so mean? Uh, one of the early so arcane goes back to swamp things origins he's uh-huh. uh and i think note i saw they only actually clashed a couple of times but he kind of took on this role as swamp things like uber nemesis he's like the joker to the batman sure yeah. right which you know every good hero needs a good villain so that's arcane well i said he's like the joker to the batman then you said a good villain so that doesn't work for me joker's not a good villain not the batman Oh, who's I don't like the Joker. We've who, had this. No, we have Ra's not. Ra's al Ghul, the Riddler. There's tons of people. I don't think we've had this conversation. I do How not enjoy you? the Joker as much as... Really? Yeah. I, he's not my favorite Batman villain. Do you Ra's think, al Ghul is a better foil for Batman. Sure. Con- considering he's trying to... Every time he's trying to kill him or get him to join the League of Assassins, you're just like, well, shit, man. Choose choose a side here. Interesting. Yeah. Ra's al Ghul is such a good character. Do you Ra's al Ghul shows up on Arrow. I think you've told me that. Yes. You should watch. I should watch. I know. There's a lot of Your wife this. wants to see the abs. She Just does. Let right. her see the abs. Listen, when I come back from this trip, maybe we'll start on Arrow. It's got... Do I, just, I will tell do you... Do we right. truly just start from season one or just... No, out? no. Start at season one because it has one of the most amazing openings of a show. Maybe a CW show is where I need to put that level. But okay. it's because I didn't watch it for the first two seasons yeah because the first like the promo shots were just Stephen Amell shirtless I'm like yeah okay CW I got what you're going for I'm not gonna watch this and then I think it was Collins like no it's really good you should watch it so it ended up on Netflix I watched the opening it is Oliver escaping from the island got it and you're just like oh shit they went there he's got the huge beard he's and you're just like Robinson Crusoe holy shit this the show Oh my God! Okay. So well, maybe maybe I'll give it a shot then. Let's give see. it a shot. Did you send uh, this arrow? Oh, yeah, you yeah. Bullseye. Bullseye. That's right. When um, I have a question. Oh, go yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Okay. No, no, I'll go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Do the Hollands have an open relationship? It's his sister. What? Yeah. What? I thought the same thing, but she says something about it being his sister, and Adrian Barbara was like, "Oh, so I can fuck him now." In fact, I'll drop it in right here. Forget it. He's just ridiculously sensitive. Our dad was the same. Your dad? You've never heard of Walter Holland, the biophysicist? Nobel Prize? He used to throw a mean Bunsen burner, I can tell you. Alec and I spent half our childhood cleaning up after his tantrums. Perfectionist to the day he died. Alec's the same. 
Yeah, it's 100%. Dr. Linda Holland and her brother. What? My mind. Oh, oh I'm no. So, see, I, I'm like, oh, yeah. So the answer like, is, he's like, no, they don't because they're, it's not Luke and Leia. So technically they do. Yes, they do have an open relationship. Yes. Okay. Well, that, okay. There's I was a, like, he celebrates life in all of its forms. And that kiss is uncomfortable. So Ray Wise, very much a that guy actor. Oh, yeah. Most uh, Jeepers Creepers too. Yeah. Most people recognize him in his later years. But again, he's this actor that had an incredibly long career. Yeah. Um, most recently, uh, he's in one of the Star Trek movies. He's, uh, no, he's not in one of the Star Trek movies. We went over this last episode. It was a, it was a fan-made thing. He's not in a Star Trek movie. What? Yeah. I, he's not Christopher Pike. He's Pike's dad in... Star Trek Pike, that is a fan-made thing that's only 43 minutes and has a 2.4. I just edited the episode. You, you did. You did, but why does that feel so wrong? No, one of his best is he's in um, Jeepers Creepers 2. I saw neither one nor two. Oh, interesting. So you're is saying you've never seen that? Why am I mentioning that son of a bitch? Interesting. Damn and let's it. see. So when we come back in the fall with these, it'll be around Halloween time. Ugh. Huh. No, so that's going to be an Achilles heel for me because I don't love horror movies. I know that's you love very horror movies. Interesting. Damn it. There's a Justin whole- Long's in the first one. Oh, <laughs> well, I do like Justin Long. Yeah, he's great in it. Oh my god, how much am I loving Jay and Silent Bob? Isn't it just? The, the, isn't it just the best? It's not straight reboot. Back. Reboot. Oh my god. Did you finish it? No, no. It's so good. Uh, but the courtroom um, scene. Fucking. No, yeah. it, that voice he does. Well, you know who he's playing. Yeah, oh, his character, his character from, from Zach and Mary. Yeah, 100%. Was, was that Kevin Smith? Yeah. He directed that? Yes. Okay, but it's yeah. not in the Askewiverse. Well, abso- now it is. It now. absolutely is. Now it is, yeah. 100% is, yeah. But Jay and Silent Bob don't show up in yeah, but Zach and Mary, yeah. They do not, but... But now it's 100%. No, be, no because uh, Jay is the... What's his name? The actor. Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes is playing... He's a different character. Oh. Remember, he's the... Give me the Dutch rudder. He he grabs his dick and he asks oh, Seth Rogen to right. <laughs> jerk, basically jerk him off. I yeah. forgot the Dutch rudder, Dutch rudder, or the Flying Dutchman. I think it's the Dutch rudder. Dutch, Dutch rudder would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Brandon Routh and him are hilarious. Oh God! It yeah. was where I went. Oh, Brandon Routh is an actor. Like, and he's funny. He's so good on Legends. All right. Oh, maybe and then uh, you know, Christ in Infinite Earths, you could watch and. So, okay, listen. This well, I guess this is a DC movie. Yeah, all right, fuck you. Okay, I'm gonna talk fair. about DC all that's, I want. That's right. Uh, so, so spoiler: Arcane well, is hey, not dead. Yeah. And Before we men, get there, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Holland says, talking about uh, talking about some serious things that we need to think about now. Like, imagine with with the, with the growth serum. Mm-hmm. Imagine being able to grow corn anywhere in the United States. Yeah. Like, wait, can't we do that now? <laughs> But I guess in 82, maybe we couldn't. You, you know, so I am firmly in the camp of science, which, mm-hmm. you know, I do not believe that genetic, that GMO foods are bad. We they have their pluses our, and their minuses, agri- sure. I would say that they do not. I would say that our history of agriculture is GMO. You know, the the way we, um, the way farmers have reinforced strains of crops and stuff, that sure. is GMO happening, right? Um we can just do it with more precision now. So I, I, so I don't think they're demonized. But th- there's very real benefits to things like that. So mm-hmm. a hearty. So actually, the wheat we eat today, and actually, uh, armchair Dax has talked about this. Uh-huh. The growth of celiac disease. 
the wheat we eat today has more protein in it than the wheat of a hundred years ago. Well, even which is like, there is, and the scientists who pioneered this strain of wheat, mm-hmm. uh, amplifying the protein, basically fed the world and literally saved the world sure. because of the the food output that that this wheat plant now provides. I, I guess my problem with it is is like stuff that we consider organic now is stuff that that's just what it was in the fifties. Didn't have all this shit in it. So organic is a. I would point out that organic. Is a, Organic is a term with no definition. Right. The FDA 100%. does not de- define it. So. Sure. But yeah. but I mean like with no, you know, putting uh the the growth hormones in the in the chicken breast. Sure. Sure. Which has caused teenagers to develop earlier, you know, uh food incorporated. I don't know if you ever saw that documentary. That one I have not. Oh, you you're already on the plant-based side, but like yeah. you watch that and you're like and vegan. <laughs> so when he's doing all this stuff, he shoots out a number. In the year 2001, when there'll be six and a half billion people on this planet. Well, I went, that sounds low. I'm going to look it up. How close was he? 6.201 billion. So In 2001? Somebody fucking did the research for this movie. Nice. To be able to, I mean, hey, it's 20 years, but it's 20 years. It's 20 years. And That's to, a long time to make that yeah, kind of estimate. To be off by uh, Point, 100 million? Yeah, 300 million. 6.5, oh, 6.2. Oh, 300 million. Yeah. Okay. It's oh, yeah. still a... Yeah, it's, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. People start attacking. Uh, Ritter comes in, and suddenly we are in Mission Impossible. A Mission Impossible yes, movie. that's my note. Yes, <laughs> and one hundred percent, the theme to Mission Impossible is going right there. Let's talk about Arcane. What a wonderful, in terms of chewing up the scenery, villain. So the actor he's nibbling on it. He's very weird. Louis Jordan, a French actor whose screen debut was nineteen thirty nine. Jesus fucking Christ. So he'd already been in the movies 43 years what? when this movie came out. And you know yeah. he's in Return of Swamp Thing. Uh, yes. I don't understand how. Uh, I, when I was looking for the uh, for the trailer, yeah, yeah. that came up. I'm like, oh, I'll watch this. Maybe this is a movie I remember. And sure. all of a sudden he shows up in the trailer. I'm like, what the? Uh, he's super dead. All right. Well, listen, we see him oozing. We see the body oozing stuff. We don't know. We don't like with that with with the serum. Well, you know what? We'll get to it. We'll get to it now that you've unlocked this series. That's right, fucker. That's right. So the guy has a million credits, but I would say arguably his most notable after Swamp Thing Mm -hmm. is Kamal Khan in Octopussy, the most blatantly obvious named James Bond movie ever. That's pretty bad. Uh, A lot of vagina, which was in a parody, and. Tell me, like, octopusy, a lot of vagina. It's the same thing. Same thing. Absolutely. Just different words meaning the same thing. Uh, So it's one of these things where, and it reminds me of, I will often talk to people, people who will scoff at, like, why do you read comic books? Mm. You know, I will often talk. Oh, he is a comic book villain through and through. Yeah. So, again, in the same way that this is not the cinema that that Superman was, Mm -hmm. uh, this is not the juxtaposition, like, he has this mansion, which is somehow close enough to the swamp that he can get in his SUV to or in his limo to drive there when they report that there's bad things happening. Where was this movie shot? Louisiana? Uh yes, okay. not not Florida, Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. Oh yeah, that's not Florida. That's not Florida at all. Florida swamps, most of Florida swamps are gone now because of Disney. Sure, but in 82 <laughs> Disney was there. 81. Well, yeah, uh, Epcot. Disney, well. The experimental f- prototype city of tomorrow. Is that what you're talking about? That Epcot? One, 
Uh, you mean the one that my brother-in-law, Jerry, danced at the premiere for? Because he was a professional Shut dancer before he... the fuck up. Have you never... I never told you this. Is there... He's... Is yes. There, he's shown <sighs> us the video. So first of all, Jerry, who's a handsome fucking man. Yeah. My youngest You're, brother, Joey's husband. Joey. Joey married up. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, Joey's a cutie. Well, listen, we told Joey early on in the relationship. After we met Jerry, we we're like, listen... We really we'll like Jerry. Lock this the fuck up. So if down. you fuck up, we're keeping him. So you oh, oh so no. choose accordingly. Uh, but we've uh, we've seen the video that like the massive. So if you can envision the spectacle that Disney produced, it's it, it, part of it is on the. I wonder if Jerry's on it. Part of it's on that imaginary thing. They spend a whole oh, episode about Epcot. Uh, so I'm going there next week. He? I'll get Joey to get me the video and I'll share it with you so you can yes. see it. But Jerry's like, oh my God, that's Jerry. Uh, and he's dancing. Uh, yeah, so that one. Sorry. See, this is what the best of this podcast is, which is just we're yeah, bullshitting around. over a loose theme. This is an, an hour and a half movie that has maybe 40 minutes of plot. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. And I'm being super fucking generous. Yeah, yeah. let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Uh, um, how about when, uh, when, the, the, when the soldiers come into the bunker the uh, discount uh, Sylvester Stallone fucking Star Trek chops. <laughs> he totally does. That, he does that, the Star Trek job. I'm like, what are you doing? That, that is really the 1970s TV, like when karate, because mm-hmm. it's, the, you're right, it's the karate chop, mm-hmm. which I did martial arts for a number of years. Not karate, but Chinese style. I have never seen a chop. Like, well, he's trying not to hit karate, her. Well, even karate, use punches. Like, it's, But it's that era of... Yeah, that's Here, here's something I hilarious. like. Uh, Holland's sister tries to run away with the book. I'm like, well, this clearly you're going to die right now. That was bad, bad. Good, good it, luck to you. Yeah, she gets shot in the back, <laughs> dies. Ray Wise is like, I'm almost done this film. I'm going to act the fuck out of this scene. Like, He is going for it in this 30 seconds. I think seconds. he's a great actor. Oh, no, no. I, I'm yeah. not saying anything oh, sure, bad, sure. but he's like, I'm almost out of this movie. It's going to be some other dude playing it. I'm going to make sure you remember me. Sure. And he does. And then he gets thrown onto the ground with the with the formula. Right. The formula somehow gets on him. He catches on fire. He catches on fire. Yep. Again, don't. don't. L- l- but let's talk about that fire stunt. That's So that can't be right. That's not him. I mean, it's a no, long no, burn. No, no. It would be a stunt It's man. a long burn. Yeah, yeah. Because the gel and everything that's got to go on him. Yeah. Studio would never let a an actual actor do that. It it that's a great sequence. It's an amazing fire stunt. It might be one of the longest fire stunts because he's that a continuous shot. Once he's outside, it's pretty continuous to the. To oh the yeah, because it can't be. It can't because no way is that. No, because it's so, behind the camera's no, facing no, but, the door that he walks out. The, you know, the lab isn't really underground. There's no what way. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, you're right. That is it's all real. That is a great. That There's is a, great, a guy walking around the swamp. Entirely swamps. practical effects, and it's really, really amazing. Yeah. Like I was, I, I wrote that it was an amazing fire stunt, and you could see that on TV. Like that's peak TV stunt work, right? Fire stunts are incredibly dangerous. Sure. Because the only thing that's protecting your face is a gel. Like your face is exposed. Sure. But there's a gel on your face, and you're wearing a fire retardant and I've suit heard a stunt, underneath. And I've heard a stuntman talk about like you, and you're holding your breath. Like the fire stunt you goes as breathe. long as you can hold your breath. Right, you cannot breathe you, because you're going to breathe in fire. Fire, yeah, and yes. that would kill you. Right, that's right. <laughs> Just in case anyone's wondering, it's yeah. also the gel is, I believe, like, up pl- in your nose. Like if I if I remember correctly. It's in your nose too, so that it doesn't burn up. Like up yeah, in because sure. it's just doing this. So sure, sure. 
I, well, I, well, it's 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 a great it's a great stunt. It's entirely practical. And so so we think he's dead. Right. Because he's run through the shack, it burns down. Right. And of course, Arcane does a scorched earth approach. Uh, Bruno delivers seven, eight, six, almost all of the notebooks, except for the one. <laughs> and uh, Bruno's like sad in the scene for some reason. Bruno is an interesting character. Bruno gets like, I don't know what Bruno's backstory was, but I feel like Nicholas Worth, I feel like he worked like on he, something. He did something. He did something. He had, he had a yeah. journal. And he was, yeah. you know, like I, I understand that's what actors do. <laughs> Day 42, I was thrown in the fucking yeah. water again. I meant like in terms of his <laughs> characters. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Have you ever uh, heard the uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's journals for uh, The Village? No. Uh, she read them as a bonus feature. It's really like she went somewhere with that character. Oh, like her work to develop the character? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's an underrated movie. Um, I am enjoying the Office Ladies podcast and Jenna Fisher who is a classically trained actor, Fucking hilarious. had a, uh-huh. had a, um, a, a Pam journal, a Pam journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and she would build, yeah. what was the one? Uh, when they, ha- did you just listen to the one where they had, uh, I'm, it was, I'm only, I'm right now I'm on office Olympics. So early <laughs> they get, um, the branch manager, uh, the woman, Rashida Jones. No, no. uh, uh, the one that Michael has a relationship with. Well, that, Holly, she's not a brand. She's the HR rep. No, no, the one that the one before that, Maloria, the the not one that, Jan. Yeah, Jan. Oh, that's his boss. Oh yeah, she, okay. would that make her? No, no, he's a branch manager. She's oh, she's the, she's, she's, she's the she's, corporate. Yeah, she's corporate. Yeah, they did the uh, the one where he's trying to close the big deal, and they're at the Chili's. Yes, they had her with on. Tim Meadows. Yes, they had her on. It was, and they pointed out like this is our first stunt casting. We said we weren't going to do it, and yeah. it was like. Yeah, it's a good, such a good episode. And they talk to her about it. She's awesome. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything for you. But there's some fun stories that she tells. I'll bet. Uh, so I'm sure Nicholas Worth had he had more characterization than he got to share with us, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I would have I liked to know a little more about Bruno. So we go to Arcane's mansion. Did you notice that he had Han Solo's blaster? I did not. <laughs> He didn't have the blast. It's at 3349, you see it. Okay. He didn't have the Blast Tech DL44, the, which is what it is in the movie. He had the uh, 7.36 caliber Mauser C96. Which is what the which is what the, the base, blaster was the based base on? of the blaster. No kidding. Which is a ger- must be a German pistol. Yeah, a Mauser. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no did you Did you watch that video that I sent? Which video? Thread about the guy, well, the Pawn Star guy. Uh, I did not. You got to watch it. Okay. Because the guy like who created it is just like, I don't want to be on camera. Like, at the sure. at literally the end of it, he goes, he's a German guy. And he goes, okay, that's enough. And just walks away. That's I was like, awesome. oh my God. All right, I, I will go check that out then. It's very funny. Uh, the kid at the gas station. Jude. Oh so. What movie is he in? Don't know. <laughs> So Re- Reggie Batts. Now, I was curious. Reggie Batts, the actor, has two acting credits. He appears, to the best of my research, Oh no! he appears to be the same guy who worked for Tony Robbins for a long time as a motivational speaker. Stop it. And has written books and does like life coaching stuff. So what? then my thought is like, you know, we know someone who worked in Tony Robbins' entourage. We do? We do. Whom? We've talked about having him on. So he's 
He does not live in Syracuse, but he he comes back occasionally. Munir? Yeah. Did you know Munir was like 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 the room manager, like whatever that role is, like the room manager, like the guy who had control of the room for Tony Robbins. I did not know that Munir did that. Yes. I'd love to have Munir on. I, me too. But then yeah. I'm thinking like, did Munir work with, <gasps> did Munir work with Reggie Batts and did he not know he was working with a guy from a superhero movie? I think we need to do some digging on this. Okay. I, I think this actor is the same guy who grew up to be this guy. So I think we need to, I'm going to, we'll message Munir uh-huh. and see if, I did, did not he ever know work with Tony this guy? Ro- Does he know that, the, you know, has he ever seen this movie? Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. That's insane. So this guy, Reggie Batts, if this is the same guy, I almost wonder if he like, he did this movie when he was a teenager. Uh, 12 at best. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then for whatever reason, left that life because his later acting credit is like some weird, like later in life things. Um, but I almost wonder if this is one of those things like totally rejects it. Mm-hmm. So I was a page in Congress in 1987, my junior year of high school. Right. Uh, I was a page in the House of Representatives and a congressman from Iowa was Congressman Fred Grandy. Oh, yeah. Purser. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, <laughs> or Gopher, the purser from Love Boat. Like, if, Gopher was the character's Gopher, name. He Gopher. was the yeah. purser. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... But but first week there, people are like the don't, staff don't was like that. he is Congressman Grandy. That is all he is ever referred to as. Sure. I was like, oh, okay. So I almost wonder, like, would Munir even know that? The, well, I, like you're not gonna go, you're not gonna you know you, you work with somebody you're not googling them to see what their their life no. was thirty years ago. No, no, definitely not. Oh uh, yeah, let's definitely let's, right, let's so definitely we'll, dig down that. Okay, so. uh the interaction between um, shit. What are their names? Ferret and Ferret Bruno. Fer- Ferret and Bruno, where they're trying to figure out where everyone is. Where's Danny? Where's Willie? Maybe Willie's with Tyrone. Danny shot Tyrone. Oh yeah, it, it's so good. The swamp oh, yeah. thing has taken out two of their guys, mm-hmm. but they have shot right cause Tyrone because they because Swamp Thing like sets it up to make it look like it's him. Yeah. It's so funny. It's absolutely who's on first, and it's a funny bit. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's, it's yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, so so, the so big twist. Adrian escapes. Uh, she calls her handler, and she, somehow it gets transferred. She reports in, and they connect her to Ritter. And as she tries telling the operator that no, I think Ritter's been taken out, they connect her to Ritter. So bad spy network right there. Like, listen so, to the rest of what the person's saying. So. Of course, Arcane immediately slips into Ritter's accent, uh-huh. which I, th- which I'm 99 positive was the actor who played Ritter. Yes, it's not the ADRing. Same. Yep, right. Uh, How many red browns? Uh, I mean, pretty All obvious. The red browns. I mean, I, mean, I guess it wasn't 100, like, but I was he's like, sure. hello, and then and then it's like, yes, is this Ritter? Yes, of course, it's Ritter. <laughs> yeah. How can I help you? <laughs> just like, oh, that's someone in a booth. That's someone in a booth. Put the call through. What happened? There was a hit on the compound. Holland's dead, the lab's gone. I thought they got you too. Uh, no, I was called away. She, with the worst operational security, despite her misgivings that Ritter may have been compromised, tells everything. (laughs) Tells everything. Oh, God. So, of course, they show up at the swamp gas station that Jude is watching for his 
father. Yeah, that's unclear. What's with the the Coke thing? Is that product placement or is it time filling or is it both? Where she puts the coin in yeah. and she pushes at the button and she's like, does anything work here? And she kicks it. He goes, no, you don't you don't kick it. You hit it right here. And then the Coke comes out. I'm like, this just feels like it's filling time. Uh, they were like, oh, have, our movie's not an hour and a half. I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that was product placement. I think that was filling time. <laughs> kind of like the where's Tyrone. Where's Tyrone. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. That clearly was like, "Hey, uh, are you guys available tomorrow?" We just realized we don't have enough time for the movie. Can you just right. talk about where everybody is for That's a second? Right. We get more swamp thing action here. So again, you've talked about it. He's a guy in a rubber suit. The guy in the rubber suit, his name is Dick Durock, who also plays him in Swamp Thing Two, and then on the on the TV oh, shows. Yeah, it's the good same guy. Uh, it's not him in the twenty nineteen one. It's someone okay. else. Okay, but he did it for. And he actually gets to like talk. Yeah, he died in tw- in two thousand nine. So that's did he fair. really at the age of seventy two? But he was a wow. he was you know he was was he like a bodybuilder or something? He uh, he may have started that way. He's a marine. He was a Marine Corps veteran. But he was in that era, almost kind of like so. Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. If Burt Reynolds doesn't make the flip to movie star, he's this big brawny actor. Mm-hmm. He does stunt work again, probably like Nicholas Worth, right? Like he's a physical guy. He can be physical. Um, and he can fill out the suit, right? Like a, so, like a Ray Park situation also? Yeah, 100%. So the, he had 66 actor credits. Good for him. Um, you know, so sw- I see the Swamp Thing TV series. Santa Barbara, he was a thug uh, four you. times there. Uh, Magnum, the same thug? Uh, Kick him out of the town. My guess is probably different thugs. Magnum <laughs> P.I., a few different episodes. Ooh. The A-Team. Right, Stand by Me. Oh, Bill Travis in Stand by Me. Is that one of the dads? Is that the shitty dad? He's no. He's oh, is he the guy that owns the the? Is he Chopper's owner? I know your name. You're the chance. I know all you guys, and all your fathers are gonna get a call from me, except for the loony up in Tokus. Oh, maybe. You're, let's look. Bill Travis. He was on Night Rider. He was on Air. Bill Travers. The Fall Guy. God, did you ever see the Fall Guy? No. Oh, Lee Majors as a stunt guy, as a stunt man. Right. I know what it is. I just never saw it. Oh, God. It was, I think I might enjoy the Fall Guy, maybe even a bit, a little bit more than Bionic Man. So he's mm-hmm. a Fall Guy. So he's a stunt guy who also works as a bounty hunter. Like when he's not, God, that was a fun show. Like Lee Majors. What were we watching the other day? Lee Majors. Oh, no. When you were talking about Big Fat Liar. And I saw Lee Majors in the, in the cast. I was like, what? Crazy. Uh, but Wait, this guy, what was the Bill Travers? Bill Travis. Travis. I'm yeah. living in Travers. But Dick Durock was this, and if you see him, you're like, oh, if you're of an age to have watched TV or movies in this time frame, you saw this guy because he just he he showed up on stuff. Falcon Crest. Oh no, he's the he's the guy who's judging the pie eating contest and stand by me. Oh my. And before Bill Travis knew it, he was covered with five pies worth of used blueberries. So perfectly illustrative, though, of this time period, he was Fry's creature in two episodes of The Incredible Hulk in 1981, Aww. the year before this came out. He's Any, a man who walks between two worlds. <gasps> Any which way you can. Wow. Yes. Uh, I mean, that orangutan. It's awesome shit. The I'm Rockford sure. Battlestar Galactica. 
Imperius later. But I mean, but so anyways, he's the guy in the rubber suit. Sure. But Ray Wise is doing ADR. Oh, you know what? Let me not make that assumption. I assumed Ray Wise was. Do you uh, think it's Dura? I, I think it's a combo. I think those long yells <laughs> might be Durak, but all the is uh, uh so i gotta be honest with you or strike that i don't it. i don't think they i don't think they went that deep like to <laughs> layer so like they did that with in avengers right ruffalo and ferrigno set are, a line together yeah and ferrigno does all this the hulk yelling. yeah I, I don't think they went that deep in this movie oh this will totally get cut sure one of the other scenes they released casey spoiler alert we get a wilhelm scream Where's the Wilhelm scream? Didn't get that. When, uh, after he's thrown uh, sailing in the water for the third time, sure. he then flips the boat, I think. Whatever he uh, does. He does, like, they try and ram him, and he does, like, a like, punch up. Yeah, and it, when that happens, one of the stunt guys goes, <laughs> I was like, oh, the Wilhelm, the Wilhelm scream. scream. If you don't know what the Wilhelm scream is, TSP, How HDR, dare you? Well, you now know because you just heard it. But you've also heard it a thousand times. It's, it's in, in almost, it's every in, movie. It's in almost every Star Wars movie. Uh, it's actually been replaced by George Lucas's scream for the last two. When he saw what they did to his beautiful, beautiful stories. Did you see the tweet I retweeted today? No, today was a tough day at work. I didn't yeah. see it. The Last Jedi and Picard are yeah. just about two. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't remember the rest of it, but uh, it was just like about, um, something about two. An two, old man trying to make things right after J.J. Abrams blows blew up, up a planet. planet. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I was like... Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so I did not pick up on the Wilhelm scream. Did mm-hmm. you pick up on the Captain Willard vibe when all of a sudden Arcane, are you familiar with Apocalypse Now? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, so Martin Sheen, Captain mm-hmm. Willard, <laughs> the, you know, lo- iconic part of the movie when he's on the riverboat going upriver. Right. Right. Arcane inexplainably abandons his vast wealth and infrastructure to go on this little riverboat with Bruno and Ferret is there, mm-hmm. and maybe one other guy. Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening there? Like, what's the point of being a criminal mastermind without having your army? Like, and also, why are you going? Like, stay at home in your mansion and let them figure it out. But I'm telling you, that shot of where he's almost like leaning on the it's, it's, it's very, Captain Willard. Yeah, I was it's like, oh shit! Apocalypse All I need sound. is right. Neo right there on the machine gun, and we're good. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that Keanu Reeves was in. Oh, I'm sorry. Morpheus. My bad. How dare I? I'm, oh, that's right. Larry Fishburne was in Apocalypse yeah, Now. Yeah, he was right. like, he was, and I think he lied about his age. I think he was like 15 or something. Mm-hmm. He's super young. Yeah. I mean, what do you got? So, Ferret. Ferret. Was it weird that it took till that very, that th- when they had Cable on the boat for him to try and do something sexual with her? It felt weird that, like, when he's drowning her, when Swamp Thing shows up for the first time. Sure, like. It was weird that there wasn't any kind of, like, I'm going to get something in before. Yeah, I think it's, so, in the international, I think that's when it, I think that's the sexual content is when she's on the boat. okay. Yeah. Because when he suddenly tries to, I mean, for lack of a better term, rape her. It's very compartmentalized. But it's not not so much on the boat, it's when he chases her in the, that's when I felt like, oh, you turn maybe, him down, and he's not going to take no for an answer. Well, maybe, or maybe that's also because now Arcane's not. Well, why am I? I'm not looking for meaning. Why? How dare you debate me that way? I did. All right. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, you know, long we story short, about Arcane nipple. gets yeah. the nip. Yeah, the bathing scene, man. 
Her breasts are beautiful. <laughs> as the human form. <laughs> as a lover of the human form. As a lover of the human form. Listen, God damn, I, I have no problem t- because how much time do we spend drooling over Henry Cavill in Superman? Sure, I think that's fair. He's, He's a, a handsome man. Yeah, we like the form when it looks nice. Listen, we're going to talk about when we get to Deadpool, you got to acknowledge Ryan Reynolds built like a fucking shit brick shit house, right? Like, okay. And you know, uh, Monica Buchanan is... Oh, is she in that? Oh, oh no. Did you not realize that? Oh, <laughs> I realize. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so let's jump ahead. Arcane has the last notebook, right? He's also managed to capture both Swamp Thing, who has lost his uh, left arm. Yep. Um, He's captured Swamp Thing and Cable. He has the notebook. He has everything he needs to recreate Holland's formula. Wait a minute. So, so Swamp Thing regrows his arm, but we see a little tiny baby arm. You mean? And he's hanging out with Cable. Is this Deadpool? Oh, hello. Well, so I was like, that's a Kermit arm. One hundred percent a Kermit. One hundred percent a Kermit arm. Arcane all of a sudden has in the in a mansion close enough to the swamp that, again, his limo could drive on site when there was a report of trouble. Where does the crowd come from? Because he has a full-on dinner party. And uh, I don't mean just drinks. There's a banquet table. Those are like HR people, and that's it's accountant. It's, an, it's, a, it's a work dinner. He's Louis Tilly from, uh, from Ghostbusters. Okay, who brought the dog? Yeah. Louis Tilly? Is it Tilly? I, I, uh, my... I think I got it, but All right. well, yeah, it's we'll Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah. As Arcane is lauding the hero of the day, Bruno, who mm-hmm. recovered the notebook, uh, and he toasts to Bruno, who downs it, and of course... Downs uh, a... Obviously, different cup than everyone else has. Hey, Bruno, fucking pay attention. Listen, Bruno's like, there uh, to be thrown into the water. He's Mr. not there to pay yeah. attention. Mr. Arcane, uh, what, uh, what is this? So Arcane has used Bruno as his first guinea pig. Does not go well. Does not go well. He become he is so... He becomes mini We Bruno. swap out for a, a dwarf actor uh-huh. uh, who doesn't have a whole lot of credits, but... Um, he becomes this kind of little rat creature yeah. who is, of course, horrified. He helps Swamp Thing and Cable escape. escape. Arcane gets mad. Does he purposely take the formula? Oh, yes, well, he does. He, he, so he understands. So he understands. Actually, Holland gives him the information, right? So this is purely Captain America, the first Avenger. Good becomes great. Bet becomes worse. Arcane, of course, in his hubris, assumes that so Bruno's essence was stupidity. Arcane imagines what would happen if the essence was genius. Then this genius shall be monumental in body as well as in spirit. Is that what you're saying? Boy, does he miss the mark. He sure does. The Red Skull is is a fucking GQ cover model compared to what Arcane turns into. Arcane turns into a werewolf with Turtle legs? Wasn't he in Masters of the Universe? He was Beast. It's pretty much Beast Man. It's pretty much Beast Man. It's pretty bad. It's the mask that they put on the front of him. I'm like, did they buy this at the dollar store? It's that is where the the budget in in many the budget shows in many places. It really shows with the monster that Arcane becomes. I say it also shows that maybe they forgot about it until the last minute. (laughs) They came to film that day and went. Monster suit. I, no, oh. I, listen, that doesn't happen. We, sword wielding monster. Sword wielding monster. What? 
because of because Arcane's got a mansion, so he's got swords. So he grabs a long sword down from the. <laughs> well, first, I love that Bruno sends uh, Swamp Thing and uh, Cable into the, the the water. He's like, "Yeah, how do you like it, motherfucker? You get in the water." <laughs> That's right. Do we know the fate of Bruno? Does he die? No, he escapes. Okay. Uh, Arcane tries to like take a swipe at him, but he's he gets away. He gets away. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? Maybe he'll show up in return. Ooh, we'll have to wait and see. So then, um, Arcane follows him into the swamp. Follows him to the swamp. Try it stabs uh, Cable. Yep. In the chest. Yep. This is enrages in swamp one of thing. her beautiful breasts. All right, calm down. <laughs> Yeah, swamp your thing erection is, not, is showing. Is it, okay, all right. Luckily, is a, this is an audio. Me, uh, well, not for me, man. That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Sorry, <laughs> slash. Not sorry. Uh, this enrages uh, Swamp Thing. He beats the living crap out of him, then stabs him with the sword. We see that uh, you know Swamp Thing is one with the Force, also possibly a Skywalker. One hundred percent. Spoilers for Rise Skywalker. <laughs> uh, he heals the thing because. As Wesley said, there's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. It would be a pity to damage yours. Okay, easy there, you sex maniac. <laughs> How dare you? That's right. uh, and he trudges off into the swamp, never to be seen again. But not in- before saying in the one of the worst lines in a you know movie. Oh, take your pick. Alec, let me go with you. You can start your work again. I'll be your hands. Please. You need to heal. You need to tell our story. I'll see you soon. Until then, I'll always be with you. What? the fuck and then um what's the kid's name uh jude comes jude. running up <laughs> he just randomly shows up in this movie but is i think there's one is, point where adrian like the actor came out and was like what are you doing here uh, is the <laughs> is jude's gas gas station next to arcane's house like because it's literally he comes running up yeah like hey there you are hey there you are <laughs> oh i actor, saw the oh by the way i died that's right <laughs> 100%. When he came, when the boat came out and he was laying flat down, I'm like, I wrote down, did they just kill the kid? Yeah. They did, but they brought him back. Uh, so I don't think he was dead. Oh, no, he's dead. Well, he's he, dead. I think he's He's not. got a head wound. Well, he's dead. Listen, and, head wounds bleed a lot. That doesn't oh, mean they're that serious. He's dead. Okay. TSBHC right. Army, weigh in on this. Was I, Jude no, dead? he's not dead. Hash, uh, hashtag he's wounded and Jude, Jude dead. Hashtag Jude live. Did you... Jew dead, Jew live. Jude dead, you motherfucker. Holy cow, you better fucking. I'm going to kill you. You better fucking uh, enunciate that word. I'm tired. I know. Jude comes up, they embrace, and they watch Swamp Thing walk into the swamp. And? Movie. And the theme here is the stupidest ripoff of the Superman theme. It's, it's the same thing. Superman theme. You get the, you get the, you get like. Three seconds that are spot on, and then the rest of is evocative. Yeah, yeah. I really think that they just were going to put something even closer, and Wes Craven's like, 
you can't. You gotta yeah, fix it. Yeah. You gotta, oh, well, please, please fix dial it. Dial it back a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, Todd, that was a movie. That was a movie. So we got some questions, okay. like, like we always do. Yep. Todd, who was your MVP? Ooh, most valuable performer. Um, I gotta be honest with you. I think Ray Wise does a really good job of setting up the character of Alec Holland, who's mm-hmm. you know who is the Swamp Thing, right? So uh-huh. yeah. How about you? Yeah, it's okay. Ray Wise. Uh, I forgot to mention when when they're roughing him up after his sister is shot, and they're bringing him down the stairs, his shirt comes up for a second. He's cut. I feel like maybe Ray Wise got into shape. He's like, oh, I'm in a superhero movie. I got to get into shape. And then he's wearing that huge, giant 80s um, sweatshirt. Right. So do you think he was like, hey, guys, when you're rough on me, can you just, can you just make sure yeah. my six-pack shows? Little, little, I worked little, really little hard on this. Right. Yeah, listen, God bless him, 100%. Yeah, I, I would do the same thing if that was the circumstance, if I worked my ass off to get in shape. And they're like, you're going to wear a big, fluffy thing. Yeah, can the at one point someone just... Uh, Lift that up. That's Show right. off those abs. Uh, hey, Casey. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? Uh, it's going to have to be Bruno. <laughs> yeah, it's Bruno. Give me more Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> I want a Bruno movie. Yeah. Uh, we not, got one. No, oh, not, not that, that one. Bruno okay, movie, got no. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Bruno. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, what, uh, what's the best scene for you? Uh, listen, in terms of... Don't nothing- you dare say the bathing scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, oh, that, no. that could be. I oh, wasn't going to go there, but no. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Eleven-year-old me, it's the bathing scene. Look, yeah. uh, now having seen boobs in real life, <laughs> I, I, listen, th- those are great boobs. Those are still world-class Hall of Fame boobs, but probably not the best scene for me. For me now, probably, and this is not the fight as storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's just like. It's the mo- part of the movie where I see it. It's Swamp Thing versus Arcane, you know, sure. swamp creature versus okay. wolf sword creature. Wolf turtle thing. Yeah, whatever it is. Sure. How about you? It's it's a scene where Ferret and uh, and Bruno are trying to figure out where... Who's on first? <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, oh, shit, this movie's funny for a second. That is pretty funny. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, hey, Casey. Yeah. What is one scene you would cut? I would cut the Kermit hand. Oh no! It's so you, weird. Listen, listen. I think that's what they could do with the effects they had. <laughs> so just don't show it. Uh, no, I mean, I, I we got to see that. I think, um, you know, there's a whole like escape, recapture, escape. Like there's she a whole lot of back and forth and then, with, then with cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's fine. That felt like filling. Well, like we 100%. need, we need more screen time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, Todd, who's the actor having the most fun? It's got to be Nicholas Worth. Yeah. Right? It sure is Bruno. It sure Bruno's is. having a great time. He's having a great time. Maybe he wasn't Not enjoying those four being, times. Yeah. Or but everything knows? else. Maybe he maybe, was maybe he was a Maybe it was his swimmer. suggestion. Yeah, maybe it was his suggestion. He's like, like, listen, can I, guys, the water I can hit the water like you've never seen. <laughs> it's so refreshing. I got a whole thing I do with my shoulder. Yeah, it's great. Um so So what the what was the IMDb score again? Was 5.4? Yep. Yeah, it's fine. 5.4. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But, I mean, it's not great. It's not the it's not the Dark Knight. If I'd seen this as a kid, I would have a different feel for it. I understand sure. your love for it because you saw it when you were 11. Sure. I get it. Yeah. I I, I mean, saw the Transformers movie when I was 11. It's a great movie. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, you've never seen that? Oh, no. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh yeah, so I, I mean, that's probably fair. Uh-huh. But I still had fun watching it again. Sure. So, yeah, 5.4, but but I, uh, it's not bothering me. Yeah, that's fine. All right. All right, so uh, uh, Dad's breakdown. There's boobs in it. No, nope. so boobs. it's a different era. 
you know, again, this was a PG movie. PG movies at that time, you could see boobs. So, uh, and respectively, like, I'm only saying that because when men are shirtless, the bean freaks out. Okay. She's like, why are they doing that? I'm like, because it's, it's, it's fine. The body. Yeah. Yeah. It's the body. Again, I I would, I mean, we're not there, but I'd like us to be more concerned about the violence we show our kids. So I don't think, well, and we are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You, you are, you guys are the exception. Yeah. Language is the only thing like that we're uh, a perfect example. We showed her planes, trains and automobiles. Sure. And we prepped her. I said, Hey Bean, this scene's going to say fuck a lot. Yeah. And (laughs) I've told you this at the end. Yeah. yeah. She's like, Oh, my stomach feels funny. Okay. That's funny. (laughs) That's funny. And then aside from that, the movie's a PG movie. Maybe PG-13. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Geez, so, all right. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's about, are you comfortable? So the violence is cartoonish and- Hit skip and not show nipples. To to be fair, I mean, her boobs are on scene. Now, first, well, she is in a wet shirt a lot, but- you see naked breasts for if it's five seconds, that's probably a lot. Yeah, it's. Pro- I mean, it's, it's also probably creepy in the five that, seconds. That Swamp Thing is just standing there watching. It it's is very uncomfortable. Yeah. What was all that pollen shooting into the? Anyway. Yeah. All right. uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that's and that's a specific. You know, sure. you and your kid. How do you feel about that? That's the the, the violence yeah. is. I mean, the, aside from Ferris' death, the violence is TV violence. The burning, I mean, is oh, a, the burning too. But, yeah. but again, even that is yeah, you could like see he's that. not. It looks like a it looks like an action sequence, right? Like yeah. Kid, so again, depending on the kid. So there's some things to be specific about, but mm-hmm. I, I think it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so Casey, it's that time, and now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's helmet. Yeah, let's recall. think back. Let's see. So. So this was a pull. So the one prior was Punisher. I pulled that. So it's your turn. I'm pulling? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So Todd, go ahead and uh, if he okay. could pull a good movie, yeah. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. We Let's be honest. Now, again, this was a trip down nostalgia. Yeah. This was nostalgia, but it's not a good movie, buddy. Uh, no. No. Listen. <laughs> no. Again, it's again, not a good movie. I don't want to be happened. mean to you on your one this release no, is near no, no, your no. birthday. Wait, wait, but. wait. I'm not defending this movie in terms of it being a good movie. No. This was a fun movie, and those are different things. Mm-hmm. Sure. For me, it was a fun movie. For you, I'm sure it was not. No. Okay. Uh, not even a little. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm just going to grab. Just go for it. Whoa. Whoa. Easy. Yeah. Grab her by the piece of paper. <laughs> not comfortable with that at all. No. Okay. All right. Oh, damn it. It's too much text. It's not MCU. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So we talked about Alan Moore tonight. Oh, God. Is it V for Vendetta? Nope. Oh, what is it? What is it? Killing joke. Oh, Casey just just Casey just did hands on knees. Oh, and now. I fucking hate this movie. Oh, my. Oh, wow. That's really. Have you ever seen it? No. Ooh. Casey's okay. All right. They ruined a perfect Batman story. Wow, folks. That's where I'm going. Casey is. I'm not the only one who thinks this. This is not a hot Casey take. Casey is visibly <sighs> unhappy about this. Fuck. I love that it's Kevin Conroy. I love that it's Mark Hamill. I love that it's Sarah Strong. Ray Wise Starting, will, conti- will continue. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's everybody from the animated series. Well, no, it's just the three of them. 
uh, and they get to do like real acting this in this. I just it, there's a arguably sequence. one of the iconic Batman stories. Sure, right? there's a sequence that they add at the beginning. The Killing Joke starts the comic. You've read it, right? Yes. It starts with Batman going to Arkham, right? right. There's this whole like 15 minute prequel thing with Barbara and him uh, hunting down this guy and they fuck on a roof. It's just, it's uh, um, okay. Let's watch the trailer and then let's watch the trailer. I want to talk. <laughs> I've been thinking about you and me About how this is going to end About who will end up killing who Perhaps you'll kill me Perhaps I'll kill you You know that, don't you? over Mark's laughing here. Sure. What's great what's great about this? Okay. Kevin and Mark are not playing the animated series Batman and Joker. Nor are they playing their versions from the video games. Okay. These are Alan Moore. You could hear it. You could hear Mark was doing a darker sound. Yeah, actually and I was surprised. Age. I was like, that's not the Joker that yeah, I'm it, familiar with. But it's it's the Joker and it's Mark, but it's it, it really shows off what an underrated voice actor both of them are. Sure. That they were able to come up because he, uh, Kevin's Batman in the video games is everything is kind of just like this. And, right. and you could hear it there like the, the, the first line, the I want to talk. It's like there's so many layers going on there like. This is like that whole speech. Kevin Conroy's a great actor, and what, he, you what know, did Julia hurt? And, and he's getting to you know he's getting this much you know mm-hmm. you know an inch worth of flex. In Once you get normally. into actual Killing Joke, yeah, the movie, the movie's a good adaptation, but that first twenty minutes that they tack on to the beginning of it kind of makes is this movie a lot, oh, yeah, a lot okay. worse. All right. Well, I have read the comic. Oh, yeah. I have never comic. seen this. Now, listen, uh, so arguably, um, I would suggest that DC's best movies are sit in their, an- you know, in terms their of like strongest average, movies, yeah. sit in the animated space, mm-hmm. which were basically direct-to-video. This had a theatrical. That's why well, it's in the helmet. This one, yeah. this one is the exception to that. This, right? the death and return of Superman is also in the helmet now yeah. because that got a theatrical. Yep. But, um, but like, so for example, Justice League Doom, oh my God, I think that is a... Oh, you need to see Justice League War, though. Justice League War is, it's the forming of the Justice League um, against Darkseid. Well, so, so good. Okay. Oh yeah, Justice League Doom, yeah. Tower of Babel is an amazing uh, story from the comics. 
Tower. That's Batman's that's what that is. plan where, for. Yep. Okay. Where Batman has a contingency plan Got for taking it. everyone I mean, out. So I mean, stack that up against many of the DC. Uh, listen, they no, no, no. Stack it of, up against Justice League itself. Oh, sure. It's a better movie. It's a better movie. One hundred percent. So Batman: The Killing Joke, iconic story. Alan Moore gets a mm-hmm. theatrical release. Do you want to take a do you do you know what the IMDb? It's got to be in the fifties because this movie's pretty split. Six point four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to the point where, like, at the screening for this at Comic Con, yeah, people are like, "Why did you do that to Barbara Gordon?" Like, you know, you know the term fridging a character, right? Yes, uh, it's I what mean, happens to Vanessa in Deadpool two. Right, and originally it was Hal Jordan's girlfriend. That's the first instance of it. They kill her so that he goes on the mission. Got it. Uh, initially when they announced it, like we're going to add more to, to Barbara to make her more of a character. And I'm like, Oh great. Awesome. As opposed to like a plot point. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Sure. And what they added, people were upset about and pretty much, I believe the director and the writer were pretty much told people to go fuck off. It was not awesome. That it's always like, works out. It's when like, wait, no, way. they're, they're here to support you. Yeah. Don't do that. So I don't know. Well, and I haven't watched it since I watched, I, I so got it. On, 20, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. It's 20 what? 2016. Okay, so it's so been four point, years. Four years, yeah. yeah. It's been four years since I've seen this. Okay. I, I have it on video on demand. It was one of those, hey, spend Grand $2 match. and here you sure. go. Yeah. Okay. So I've got it video on demand. <laughs> I guess okay. we'll I guess we'll see. So I've never seen it, so I'm looking forward to watching it. But that'll be what we're doing next. All right. Could, I could have pulled Suicide Squad. Yay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I may have been happier with that. All right. I really didn't enjoy this movie. So hopefully this second watch, it'll be better. Maybe it'll be better. All right. So, Todd, that was a DC movie that we're going to continue in the DC universe for the next one. That's right. There's one more loaded up there. Uh, Hey, uh, where could people find you on social media? Should they wish to find you and should you wish to be found? Sure. So read about my adventures uh, as a lifelong vegetable hater who has uh, adopted a whole food plant-based diet Mm -hmm. um, and getting some good results. Uh, Go check out my blog, which is TMP in SYR.com. Or Twitter or Instagram with the handle at TMP in SYR. Mm. Casey, where can you be found on said interwebs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? On Twitter, you can find me on at uh, not Ryan Casey on Instagram, not dot Ryan Casey. You can also follow our Instagram for the podcast at superpodherocast. And you can also email us at superpodherocast at gmail.com. Because only Cap writes letters. Tony. Head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash superpodherocast. Yeah. You know, we've made some references to, uh, oh, you haven't seen that? So that is referencing our second season of Patreon, which are not superhero movies. It's kind of off the main line. Uh Uh, First season, we did holiday-themed movies. Sure. Some good stuff in there. Die Die Hard. Hard. Great Christmas movie. Great Christmas movie. Oh! Monsters. I mean... A oh, great no, movie. no, no. You said it. You cannot take it back. I was merely... T-S-P-H-C army. Yeah. I've worn him down. No, it's... Uh, it's That's that's not correct. Uh, you know, I, I believe I'm just going to put it again right here, what you just said. Great Christmas movie. So under protest, I would point out that was I was merely amplifying your remarks. But our second season of Patreon, uh, we got a new take on it. Rather than the holiday movies, we went in a different direction. Uh, a series we're having a lot of fun with which we're calling, oh, wait, you haven't seen that? Mm-hmm. So we've done uh, taking turns, picking a movie that one of us has seen and usually loves, and the other <laughs> one has never seen. Yeah. So you started out with Batman versus Wolverine? <laughs> yes. 
the otherwise known as the prestige. The prestige. <laughs> uh, I made Casey break his embargo on boxing movies to watch Rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after that, you followed that up with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which yes, I've I never did. seen. Uh-huh. Hard to believe. And in just a couple of days, we'll be recording one of my favorite war movies, The Dirty Dozen. Yes. Look, Really looking forward to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lee Marvin. He's the man with a cast of everybody. Everyone. Yeah. But uh, go check us out at patreon.com slash TSPHC. Kick in a couple of bucks. Get the honor of saying you're a member of the TSPHC Army. Mm -hmm. Throw in a couple of bucks to keep the lights on. Five bucks a month will unlock those bonus episodes. Ten bucks a month, actually. Sometimes you get an opportunity to shape the direction of the podcast. Music for our episode this evening is provided as it is for all of our episodes, by Kevin McLeod. He puts out a whole bunch of royalty-free music at his website, which is incompetech.com. We took the song Take a Chance as our theme song. So that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic, And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be, Be heroic. heroic. Fucking killing joke. <laughs> You want mm, your yeah? I'm. I feel real soft. How's how's that? It's a problem when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, plant based diet increases. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Gross. Uh, vascular response. Okay. Now, uh, oh shit! What is it called? My Fair Lady's a musical based bring it, bring on it, no, Pygmalion. Thank you. Ha! Look at look at look you. At uh, the Bean and I have a uh, Skype account together. Sure. She sent me this. Oh and, and I think she just sent it because it's Superman. Sure. Who? I don't. Do, do you it's reckon? Christopher Reeve. Yes, it is. It's Christopher Reeve. And Reeve. And who is he? I don't know. Some fan who looks like it looks like it's at a theater. If you look in the background. It looks like a dressing room. Uh, <laughs> I think he's like the guy I'm yeah, on Broadway. That what is, are you doing? That is the 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 best and worst part of that picture is Christopher Reeve's. <laughs> I almost said smile face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You say potato. I say tomato. Yeah, you're spelling that potato with an E at the end? Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. We're, uh, we're just going way just back riffing. in time. Yeah. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. PLSP, because she's a dog. Everything that he sends us via text. Everything that the light touches. Because he's got that voice. He, he, you Ryan sons of bitches. Yeah. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I had jalapenos on my uh burger and green peppers and i'm not kidding you the bottom of the bun yeah. was green peppers kind of like a tic-tac-toe yeah and then the entire rest of the bun on the bottom was jalapenos i was like i i'm gonna pull these off but this is not gonna be good later <laughs> oh that's unfortunate yeah chris evans how do we get him back in the mcu can we is it too soon too no, soon to, too, soon. too soon to make the approach because okay, it would be cheap wait, it would okay. be cheap oh, wait, oh, it oh, would, wait. oh it's fine it would it's fine. cheapen no, no, that's fine that's fine oh wait. oh wait i'm actually having a problem with the fact that iron man is going to be in black widow i have a problem with that i'm sure it's token at best i can't imagine he has anything more than a day's work chill shouldn't be in it. he just nah, died too nah. soon hashtag too soon too soon all right, all right so let's go back to this movie um uh, you. Nope. Because yeah. I just asked you. Nope. I did that one. You did that one. I did that one. Oh, did this one. Best scene? No, one scene you would cut. We just oh, did sorry. best scene. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So let's... just do that clean. Go ahead. <laughs>